Hello. Hello. I had it for some reason. The second one didn't work. Really? Yeah, the second one didn't work. Are you running water? No, I was I climbing a flight of stairs while eating a Biscoff cookie. Um, I hear like a hissing sound. Can you hear anything over here? Yes. Whatever you're fumbling with. Um, okay. <laughs> Just chicken. My dad got me a sense and dispense. It's like an automatic hand sanitizer. Ooh. He was like, I can come up there and put it together for you. It's literally three pieces. And one of the three pieces is batteries. And I was like, I think I got it. It's about wanting to feel wanted and well, needed. Well, definitely going to be wanted because I need him to come and fix my own. My dad gum. My dad gum. My washing machine. Speaking about wanted. Hi, everybody. We wanted to welcome you to oh. Cake and Combos. <laughs> hey, y'all. We just talking. We just having conversation. This your boy, Manga. And it's your girl, Ham. How you doing? What's going on? How's life? I'm assuming you're asking them because you kind of yes, have a I'm good different. Ch- I'm different <laughs> than them. <laughs> cool. Cool. Y'all respond back via DM on the socials or comment, like, follow, subscribe. We're not at that point yet, but yeah, get at us. Oh, man. It's been a minute since we talked and the, the tea has been a little hot. Not going to lie. It's been hot? Yes. You got hot tea? It's not my hot tea. I'm talking about, you know, the topic I've been wanting to talk about. Oh. <laughs> uh, just prepare yourself, guys. No, it's not. I mean, it's bad. But this has been a bad, I ain't going to say a bad week, but it's been like a a crazy week for infidelity. Boy. Or it, just in general, relationships. This has been a crazy week for relationships. I mean, okay, I was going to talk about Derek Jackson, but what's the other one you're talking about? Quavo and Sweetie. Oh, look. Which one should we get into first? I don't I, know. I, I, I'm a, neither one of them are business, though. It's none I just, of it. I just it was really sad in general because... It was just a tough week for black love in general. And, like, I don't revel in anybody's sadness. Like, at the end of the day, behind all the memes, behind everything else, like, these are people's lives. Unless they're doing it for clout and this whole other situation. But, like, this is, these are people's lives. I believe one was for clout and one was not. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Well, you weren't really an athlete. But uh, this is gonna sound weird. But if someone has a breakup and they're like an athlete or some type of thing, they just go harder in their craft. Just like um, I forgot who, but there's like certain relationships, you know, like oh, Kim and Kanye broke up. We about to get another album. Did they and, really divorce though? Because I don't, I didn't see anything about that. I'm a, I'm going to assume yes. I'm not gonna assume anything until it's like written. I, I I try not to keep up with the tabloids, but 
I mean, if you want to just think about it, when's the last time you've seen them physically together? Never. Ever. Ever, never. When you're when you're rich, you don't really have to have the same schedule with your significant other. But in general, it's like, yeah, they just they were just not being together. They're in their own worlds. And that that's a clash in itself. But yeah, it's just it's it's a thing where it's like, okay, someone breaks up, the other one just goes harder in their craft and it's like, okay, well now we got two new albums coming out or it's it's funny because it's not funny, but when uh Sweetie and Quavo broke broke up, that's when Quavo released a song like Migos together making a song. That is true. Which is almost wild because they've they were like broken up but not really. They just didn't really talk about it. Everyone was doing their own thing and it's like, okay, now it's time to produce music. I don't think it's wild. To be honest, I feel like every time before artist what I've noticed, I've noticed like every time before an artist produces an album or a project, like something happens. There's controversy. They either said something, did something, tweeted something. There's some kind of talk about the person. And then while attention is on them, it's like, oh, this album is coming out too. Uh, my main thing that I thought about was that on the run tour, like that's when Solange was like fighting Jay-Z in the elevator. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so Lemonade, because that's when Lemonade came out after the controversy with the elevator. Right. And it was like, oh. Or maybe it was like some while afterwards, but it came out afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like when you got a team and when there's stuff that can be like damaging, somebody's being strategic. Somebody's like, this stuff isn't just, isn't just happenstance. It's true, but no, it's not, but um, that's what I was thinking about with Derek Jackson. And it's maybe about because. <laughs> Yes, he had all this stuff going on for him. One, he was acting like he was single yeah, when he had a when he, he when he had a whole wife. But that's neither here or there. Regular people do that all the time. But that's <laughs> the thing. He's kind of he was borderline famous, but he was still regular. And him pulling that type of let me blow my life up. Oh yeah, I got a book coming out. It's corny for him to do it. When it's like a Jay-Z, Beyonce, Quavo, Sweetie type of thing, it's like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. But when a regular person does it, you're like, come on, bro. Like, this is too much. Like, you just had it on cue. Because the thing is, is like, this infidelity, this happened like last year. I don't understand why it's coming out this now. is coming out now. Unless it was for the book, which I just found out another a couple days ago. Shout out to Wendy Williams randomly being on my TV. But um, yeah, there was there was not only was there more than one woman, but it was like more than one woman after this recently. So recently. Yes. Like the the video and his corny response video to his video came out and then um some homegirl came out the woodworks and was like yeah i was pregnant too or something i don't know what what that's what i'm saying like when you get into this type of realm 
it gets to a point where it just becomes too much. I just thought it was interesting because this guy, Derek Jackson, was just the guy that ladies wanted and guys just were so annoyed by him (laughs) because it's like he was bashing men on behalf of ladies. Meanwhile, all his dirty laundry's being tucked away quite nicely in his closet. Isn't it it always like it is? Yes. (laughs) Isn't it a crazy week or so in general? It has. Yeah. Sorry. We're having this conversation, but but we're gonna get on track. Yes, this episode (laughs) is brought to you by our ingredient for the the for the what is this the for what do I say for episode? This episode has an ingredient. Yeah, I mean you're doing great. You just keep it up. Okay, because I don't I don't think I think I got like brain fog or something. I don't know what is going on. Pray for me. Okay. 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 The ingredient for this episode is cherries. We we kind of just had like a conversation about, you know, what's been going on this week. But cherries this week. Cherries this episode. Excuse me. What is the center? So cherries placement with this cake. Ooh. Might be giving y'all mm. hints. Mm. It, this place with um this cake is in the center of another ingredient. Yes, so, it is. It's a part of the aesthetic of the cake, so it's pleasing to look at, but it's also a part of the flavor Mm. in a minor sense. So with the cherry being seen as aesthetically pleasing, but also being a main ingredient in some form of flavor, I guess that kind of correlates to our conversations about relationships in general. Like what's on the outside, definitely... You, you can't tell what's on the inside. Okay. All right. I see that. I'm trying to say it another kind of way, but I'm it's not coming to me right now. So you know how we, like, everybody's always talking about relationship goals. Like, these people with relationship goals. I aspire, or they're taking their advice from somebody, or they're just listening to somebody. Yeah. And, like, you try to apply it to your real world, and you have no idea what their real world is. Absolutely. And I think uh, we've come to a place where like, and I think it's really good because, you know, we grew up in a time before social media was like big and like mm-hmm. a lot of these kids grew up with only social media. So a lot of these people believe that what they saw was real. And we know that, you know, people not posting their real lives via social media all the time. So it's the same sense of trying to take what you see visually aesthetically and apply it to your real life and it may not correlate. So this could be a great self-help for viewers or younger viewers or older viewers I don't know that are like how do I apply this stuff to my real life? (laughs) How do I get the glitter and gold that I see because I'm not seeing it right now. Okay so step one don't. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Step two, refer step one. Because it's just like the whole premise of this cake or any cakes that we're making. If you keep listening to these episodes, you know it's just, we're just talking about cherries, right? For this one, for example. Yeah, we're just talking about cherries. That's it. But everyone else later in life, they're going to see the whole cake. 
and they're like, oh, wow, look at that cake. But not everybody sees the day-to-day. Not everyone's going to see the ingredient, step one, step two type of thing. Right. And in life is like, oh, wow, look at that nice car. Look at those designer whatever, which kind of reminds me of a story. But I'll get into that. So you got to have to think of it in two different ways. Like, this is nice, but you have to see what it took. And it coming to designer stuff, which I'm not in the fashion industry, obviously. And I'm actually, I'm kind of sad that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> because you know how, like, you want to look good and you're like, oh, that looks nice. Or you have the vision and you're like, oh, this is going to look cute. Yeah, but then it's like, oh, I have no money, or oh, this is because I have no money, I can't even pretend to fake it. But you know, there's a whole industry, a whole industry for people that want to fake it, and they make bank, like real bank. What industry? The counterfeit industry. Oh, oh. I, I mean, think about that one. Think about the the Christian Dior, the Louis Vuitton. All these people our age or lower. And you're like, how do they get this? Some of them got it. I'm not going to lie. And that's their pride and joy. And you know when they step stepping out, they're going to wear those red bottoms, right? Because that's their shoe. That is their shoe. But you also know there's some people that's like has the counterfeit eye and is able to look at it and be like, that's not the right tint of red. On my on my red bottom shoe. Now, so spotting the fake. Definitely spotting the fake. And there's two ways to really go about it. You could be like, "Ooh, I like your shoes. That's a good look," which could be like a backhanded compliment if you really want to think about it. Or is it one of those things where it's like, you know, you just tip the hat, keep it pushing. But everyone's cherry might not taste the same, even though it's the centerpiece. Of their happiness. Mm. And that's okay. That is okay. You know, I'll tell you a story of... I I bring this, the fashion thing up. Because I was like, yeah, I want some phone posits. This is back in the day. Well, not really back in the day. Uh, okay, I'll give it about at least five years. So, five years ago or more. That's kind of back in the day now, dude. so i'll just say back in the day i i like shoes i really do can i afford shoes i know i i can't that's not my cross to bear i like shoes though i like outfits i just know i can't afford them because that's just me but so i was trying to go the counterfeit route which counterfeiters usually never say that they're getting counterfeit anything unless they have a YouTube channel to describe how to spot a counterfeit. I do not. But I had these counterfeit phone posits because I wanted phone posits, but I wasn't going to pay $300 for some shoes. They were $300? Some of them, yes. So, (laughs) um, I got them, and I I was happy. I was happy. I was like, ooh, I got my shoes. Mm-hmm. Phone posits, not really, but whatever. They won $300. But that was my happiness. Yeah. 
So I could have been like other people and been like, ooh, let me post this. I'm flexing. This is my shoes, whatever, like that. But my my inner circle, I like and appreciate my inner circle because they're going to tell me if I'm a cornball. Like, yo, you, you're doing too much. What Like, what are these? Foam? These are supposed to be foam posits? Yeah. So they, like, they, yeah. Are, they are breaking down the lining, the stitching. It had like clear bottom, and it's like it wasn't even the right clear on the sole. Like it was like a mess. Now that's funny because it wasn't on social media, but you can still have moral of the story. Your inner circle critique your happiness, and it's up to you to decide whether or not their points are valid. Because it's your inner happiness. It's your charity. So I'll say long story short. <laughs> at first I didn't care. And I was like whatever. These are my shoes. But then they would, they would keep cracking on me. For the, for my fake shoes. And they're a little heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't compare them to real. Real phone posits. But I just felt like they were heavier shoes. Than what they should be. I ended up giving them away whatever but yeah moral of the story is happiness <laughs> cherries they were they did stuff. make you happy yes they did it wasn't until other people reminded you that your happiness was trash and i and, think that's a yeah. word okay you know how many you, kids think they can do so much and then adulthood just comes and like destroys but, it but the but a key part of that story is that i had an inner circle that i allowed to tell me about myself. I don't have a people in my inner circle that's like, oh, you're killing it. You're doing awesome all the time. Like, what's the point of that? Because that's not a true value, a true sense of where you are or where you're going. So yes, they crack jokes on me, but I allowed them to crack jokes on me because they were in my circle. And I feel like a lot of people don't, their friends or relationship circles, whatever, not everyone's going to be a boss, okay? That's just reality. All your friends are not going to be bosses and not going to have the mindset and the mentality of being a boss. And if you're okay with that, that's okay. That's part of your happiness, surrounding yourself with that type of balance or imbalance. So get you some real shoes. <laughs> yes, you got the moral Get you some real shoes. Get you some real shoes. And you don't have to post about it. Unless you want to. You know, it's a free country. The moral of the story is enjoy, enjoy what you have. Okay? Yes. If it's, you know, find your little corner of happiness. Find your little corner of happiness in your reality. Mm. Like, because your reality is is going to be there. I mean, your fantasy world or whatever you create in your mind, it's going to be there too. But your reality is what you have to deal with. So try and find a make make a way that make a way where it works for you. Find the best in what you got because at the end of the day you still gonna have it whether you want it or not. That's true. I mean, I can be in a reality world on my phone all day, but when I turn the phone off and I'm trying to fall asleep and I'm stuck with reality, well dang. Do I wanna change this? Am I okay with this? People whether it's distract 
a distraction, anything of that, we we get too busy to sit down and assess our reality. That's I'll say that for first world countries. And it's so crazy when it's like you go to a third world country and you see they have nothing, not even an ounce of what we have over here. But yet they're the happiest people ever. Why is that? Because they're able to look at their reality, not only say it's okay, but make the most out of their reality. I encourage everyone listening to travel outside of the United States. And I'm not talking about uh, a, Tez, a Ted Cruz vacation to Cancun. I'm talking about literally be with the people outside the U.S. and see how people live life. You get so much out of just having that experience. And if you cannot go across the country or out of the, out of the country or whatever like that, there's local missions there's local areas where people are living on the other side of the track essentially figuratively and they might have a more positive outcome than you do just because they've had time to grapple with reality so homework grapple with your reality more than what you did they do not want no homework they need some homework everyone needs some homework yeah i know y'all don't want no homework this is optional if you would like to to participate i'm trying to help you help you <laughs> it's not gonna hurt you mm. well i can't say that <laughs> not like definitely not liable for what you do but um it definitely gives you a chance to assess what's really going on in your life so you can't appreciate that cherry whatever makes you happy i do think it's important to do self inventory that is true your self inventory of your life where you at right now how you feel about your life right now if you want to change how can you make those steps to change it what are the things you can change what can you not change and work from that what I've been telling my kids Mm -hmm. is um, about reframing your mind when it comes to making tough decisions so instead of saying this is tough or I can't figure this out. You can't figure it out yet. Okay. This is tough, but so am I. You cannot control what happens to you, but you can control a hundred percent of your response to it. And also, you know, if I'm going through this or if this is a tough situation that I'm facing, what is this supposed to teach me? What am I learning right now? What am I supposed to learn from this? Cause hopefully it's not for nothing. You know what I'm saying? So what am I supposed to be learning from this? Where am I growing? What areas am I growing in? Does this make me better? Is this highlighting where I'm bad at? Things like that. You know? Oh, this degree showing out right now. Really? <laughs> really? Yes it, is. yes, it is. It's all, these are all helpful tools, ladies and gentlemen, that we all have to apply. Like, the, the power of affirmation and the power of reframing your words. You could speak something that's so temporary and make it into a permanent situation just because you speak a certain way. That is true. So if I'm saying I'm a failure, that's a permanent situation. You're going to manifest failure. But if you're saying 
I failed at this current thing or I'm not doing as well as I wanted to at this current thing. If you frame it in a way where it's like it's situational in this particular moment, bruh, you get you get some good ones, you get some bad ones. But at least you don't stay in the negative. It's all about labeling boys and girls, labelings for the birds. So what do you mean by labeling? Labeling like let's say I'm obese, which technically if you want to go through the uh the BMI chart, I'm technically obese. Oh, I'm morbidly but... obese. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just say I'm obese. And I'm I say I'm obese, I'm fat. So now I keep saying I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. That could be a permanent label that I put on myself. Mm. Not and I'm not even talking about let's hit the gym, let's do whatever like that. No. It anything that you want to change starts with the mindset. So if you are saying, I'm fat, I'm fat, you know what? You're right. You are fat. You don't have to stay that way. It doesn't have to be permanent. And there's definitely different ways to change that outcome. But you can't lipo your brain. You have to change that. Yeah. That's also why they make people get... um... Like, go to therapy before they have, like, major life-changing surgeries. Oh, really? Yeah. You have to go. They have to make sure that you are you are mentally making the correct decision for this. Because people think, that- oh, if, I, if they just, you know, do this here and fix this over here, then I'll be completely fixed. But my dad said, a doctor told him, if you can get a baby's head out, the rest of them will follow. It's the same thing with us in life. If we can get our mind or our head out of situations, then the rest of us will follow. That's true. I was just thinking about, which is kind of a side note, I was just thinking about major surgeries and that type of thing mm-hmm. and veneers. Oh, yeah. On a, yo, people are getting veneers like crazy now. And it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> and, the process of veneers, like imagine a, let's say, let's say a 30-year-old getting veneers. Now, the price tag in the U.S. is high, okay? But people have been flying to like Colombia, Brazil. They get in it for like five grand. That's still a lot of it. money. But compared to the U.S., it's crazy. So five grand, top, bottom, get it done in five hours, you're good. But because I don't, I don't know. Everyone has their little thing, you know. Maybe it might be your teeth that you're like, mm, I wish I could change. But some of these people have good teeth already, and they don't need veneers. But you see them like going to recommended doctors in Colombia. I didn't know that they could go to doctors in Colombia uh, for for veneers. Oh, you can you can go you can do anything with your body. No, I know about you probably fly. Go get you know the little the little makeover the little body took yeah I knew about that but I ain't know about veneers yeah veneers is the wave man veneers is the wave they come back looking like horse they they look no well they they're supposed to shave it down and make it look normal but I don't know 
for something that will last for like 10, 15 years and you have to get it redone, it's like, dang, you're 45 now and you're you're waiting in line with the other grandpas and grandmas that actually need veneers. This is crazy, the things that we keep up for a fake lifestyle to make it look real. Yeah, not for people who actually, you know, need certain things, but just because they felt, I don't know, felt the thing. And it, But it's real, though. It's because, but we do live in a society. What do it makes you happy? You know, if you want, if you want something else on your body, go and change it. Like we live in a society, like doing what makes me happy costs money, right? <laughs> and I, uh, I can't drop five bands for some teeth, but you know, there's some people out there that I guess they got picked on when they were little, or they just wanted to change or ride ride the clout wave i don't know whatever whatever reason right it's always a different reason but it's mm, I, mm, yeah not my cup of tea I was, I was just looking at these videos you know youtube becomes a, a whole and they 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 find out they, or getting flown out what you know whatever they feeling themselves on youtube no no yes like they Fly out, do this whole vlog type of thing. Where have I been? On the other side of YouTube. You're right. It's where I live. So, um, it could be their happiness. It could not be. Make sure you take that time, like Ham said, for self-inventory. To just see, would this $5,000 veneer surgery in Bogota, Colombia... Would it really fix or improve the happiness or the reality that I'm dealing with? Maybe, maybe not. Right. But you have to, t- you got to take that time to really think about it. There's still an option that it could. <laughs> if you talk about money, money don't buy happiness. But you know what? When you got some change in your pocket, you you got a little extra pimp. Look, when I can go to Target and not worry about some stuff, listen, that's a good day. I'd rather cry in a phantom. Than a Honda Accord. You tried it because you know what car I drive. <laughs> I didn't put you on blast, but if you want to say Honda Accords are very nice. I have a nice Honda Accord Sport, and she is beautiful. Okay. 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 Rephrase. Rewind. Shout out to Honda. Ra- if you want to sponsor me, <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now with all this Honda gear. Just yeah. I would still rather cry in a Lamborghini than my Toyota 4Runner. Mm, what about a 2021 4Runner? See, this is where we start getting into <laughs> some ca- some car stuff. I'm going to tell you guys right now, I love my 4Runner. And honestly, this is the first time I've publicly and openly said it like this. Because love is a special thing. And I feel like if I say that with an inanimate object, something happens. Probably won't. But I do love my forerunner. You sound it's so t- ashamed of your future. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I uh, love her, but you know what but, I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but, you know. We ain't uh, attached at the hip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's been rocking with me for about 12 years, but, you know. Saying I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to put be held la- down. I'm not trying to put a label on it. 
so I just I just made it official, guys. I love my car, and I hope hopefully the maintenance light turns off out of appreciation. You know, I think it's probably just been waiting for you to say those words. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's been waiting. But, you know, yeah, 4th Gen, Toyota 4Runner, been rocking it all day since high school, actually. Mm. And, um, yeah, these new cars, I don't know. They, they looking a little bulky. It's not my cup of tea. It's, it's getting away from the essence of what a 4Runner is supposed to embody. I don't know what the essence of a 4Runner is. And that will be on my separate podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> but, cars. No, just just forerunners in general. Oh god. No, I'm not. Well, that's I'm a highly crazy. specific niche. Okay. I'm not that crazy. Some people could do it, but my car gets me to A and B, A to B, and it's it's doing just fine. That's my happiness. I I would rather have a um. G wagon, but I have a forerunner and it's okay for me right now. So what's special about a G wagon? The G wagon. I wish I could bring up my special guest to talk to you about how special it is. A special guest. Yes, you know, you know, my special friend, my wife knows all about cars. Oh, all right. And that, but um, yeah, G wagon is just like the status quo like i made it type of thing but, but you see why? what i'm saying like it's the, the, it's the history car... it's the history i i don't even want to describe it because i feel like i'll give it a poor representation but car people do know when you hit when you in that g-wagon not it's like the most versatile status quo car that you can have I don't even know what that means, honestly. As in, like, this means, like, this car, it could, you, this could be the car you stun in. This could be the car you pick up your kids at school with. This could be the car that you go to the grocery store. But also, you can dress this car up and it could be the talk of the town. It doesn't have the best gas mileage, but it's not, you don't get a, that type of car for the gas mileage. You get it for, it's like one of the premium, premium icon statements that Mercedes has. If I don't get a car for the gas mileage, then why did I get a car? It, it goes back to your happiness. Correct. You might say, hey, I need a car with great gas mileage that gets me to A and B. That's your objective. Other people could be like, hey, I need this car. I have great clients. I need to make sure I fit in. And I need a versatile status symbol car. Then they will point more towards the G-Wagon. Both still get you to A and B, but the purpose is different. So, ladies and gentlemen, another side note. <laughs> your purpose might be different from someone else's purpose. And you got to be okay with that. It might not make sense. It probably won't make sense. But that's okay. Anyway, we've said a lot. Yeah. Said a lot of words. I know some of those words. <laughs> Ham, can you close us out and uh I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, what can you? <laughs> you know what I thought about too. I was like, yeah, I know, I know. Can you just uh give some last last thoughts? So last thoughts would be with everything that's going on right now. Think about what you have. Find happiness in it. Because once you intensify the happiness that you have with what you have, I feel like more things will be open to you. And I said that in a parable sense, and that sounds crazy. I think I'm still just a little delirious, but find the joy in what you have right now. Because life is too short, and do you want to go away now? Do you want to die, or do you want to no longer live? And your last feeling was miserable or angry. Or upset. Hmm. That's a word. I have two. I have one little phrase to add on to that. Uh huh. Real simple. You ready? Listening. Your cherry, your choice. <laughs> I think that just sums it all up. I have no words after that. And that's why I let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in, listening. Please just help keep this dream alive by showing this podcast to other people. We want to get the word out just like we want to encourage everyone else. And yeah. We're still growing, so we appreciate support in all sense. And you know what? I can't wait to see where we go together in our little spot of happiness together. Yes, guys. Choose your cherry. Oh, God. We can't get on that. <laughs> we can't. Well, why not? That was pretty good. All right. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Choose your All right. cherry. Choose your cherry. You know, that's, that's a t-shirt waiting to happen. <laughs> anyway, guys. Love ya. Mean it. (laughs) Oh, God. We'll see y'all later. Peace.